The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. For the first time, a federal appeals court under President Trump was flipped to a majority of Republican appointees, a big step in the drive by the president and his Senate allies to remake the judiciary with conservatives. The Third Circuit Court of Appeals in Philadelphia was the first circuit to flip with the addition of Paul Mady, who was a top legal aide to Chris Christie when he was New Jersey's governor. Joining me is Carl Tobias, a professor at the University of Richmond School of Law. Carl, the Third Circuit has had a centrist reputation until now. Tell us about that and whether it's likely to retain that reputation with the addition of these three conservative judges by Trump. Well, it has had a relatively moderate reputation over time, uh, and that reflects partly the senators from those states and the local legal culture and the culture of the states. Uh, But uh, it may be that the people who were confirmed, whom the president nominated. There are three now, and there's a fourth. Vac- there's another vacancy, and that may well be filled soon, uh, though there's not a nominee yet. Um, mean that the court will move uh, from a moderate position to probably a more conservative one. Um, and I think that's true of the most recent nominee, as well as David Porter from Philadelphia, less clear about the third nominee who was teaching at the Penn Law School. Now, circuit courts work in panels of three judges, except for the rare in-bank hearings. So it's basically a flip of the coin, which judges you get on your panel. Will the odds of getting a conservative panel really change that much in the Third Circuit, where you have seven judges appointed by Republicans and six by Democrats? I don't know the statistics. Do you? Well, I think it will make some difference, um, for sure. Um, there'll be a draw that has more Republicans on it. It depends on the issue. Uh, and it's a bit of a crude measure to talk about the appointing president, but by and large, uh, the Republicans' presidents tend to uh, nominate and appoint more conservative people. And it's certainly true of President Trump. So Mady was confirmed by a vote of 54 to 45, despite opposition from both home state Democratic senators from New Jersey. That's the second time that's happened in the Trump era. Is this a new trend that will take away the little power the Democrats have to stop these nominations? Well, so far it is. And uh, Senator Graham, who's taken over from Senator Grassley as chair of judiciary, has agreed to follow the policy that Grassley used, and that is uh, make an exception for circuit nominees. And it's especially uh, unconventional and goes back 100 years to uh, nominate and appoint someone over the opposition of two home state senators, which, as you said, happened in Washington state, now has happened in New Jersey and could well happen in other states. 
which is a big mistake because the blue slips protect minority senators' rights as well as the senators' home state constituents so as to ensure that the judges who sit in their states reflect the culture and legal culture of the state. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. So you might have the same kind of situation happening if there's a Democratic president. Well, um, Senator Hirono from Hawaii said that if a Democrat is elected in the future, that the Democrats are likely to follow what the Republicans have done. And that's the problem. All of the customs of the institution of the Senate have been eroded or eviscerated uh, recently. And so... Uh, that means the home state protections uh, for senators and constituents are undermined. Are there any other circuits now in danger of flipping? Well, the 11th Circuit, uh, which is Florida, Georgia, and Alabama, is 6-6 in terms of appointing presidents, but there's no vacancy now. If there were one and the president nominated and confirmed someone, then uh, it would change the composition of that court. But that's the only one, I believe. There are a couple of others that are um, maybe one um, more Democratic appointed uh, judge than Republican. And so there are a few others around the country. So, Carl, when you look at history, is this par for the course that the circuits flip back and forth depending on the party holding the presidency and how long it holds the presidency? Yes, I think to some extent that's really true. As I said earlier, it's a bit of a crude measure, but it's a measure that many rely on who observe the courts. And so I think it does change uh, over time, depending on how many appointments the president gets and how much the president emphasizes that, and whether the president's party has control of the Senate. What people are worried about is that no one will be confirmed uh, when there's divided government. Um, and that's a fairly serious concern, uh, so that only uh, people will only be confirmed when the president and the Senate majority are of the same party. That would certainly uh, pose a problem for the courts, <laughs> which uh, are understaffed already. Have there been any nominations that the Democrats really worked to oppose that went through anyway? Because you don't well, hear them really causing a, a stink well, I think they do if you watch them in committee meetings and committee discussions um, as people are voted out of committee. They've been very critical uh, and in hearings of some of the nominees. Uh, for example, Rao, um, who recently was confirmed to the D.C. Circuit this week, and others. Uh, certainly the Washington senators were outraged, as was Senator Booker and Senator Menendez when you watch them on the floor in the committee. They were vociferously uh, opposed really to the process, not so much to Mady, though um, Senator Booker said he'd never even met Mady. Um, and the White House just completely ignored the senators in terms of consultation. Uh, so that's unfortunate, and that should stop. 
Um, but I think Democrats have, and they've been voting party line on the floor, for example. Mm-hmm. I think both were confirmed this week on party line votes. Does Senator Feinstein have any power as the ranking member? Well, some, and uh, she works very closely with Senator Graham, and he's shown some signs of working very closely with her. Don't want to forget the 129 district vacancies uh, nationwide that are really pressing the trial courts all over the country. All right. Well, we will continue to monitor this. Thanks so much, Carl. That's Carl Tobias. He's a professor at the University of Richmond School of Law. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.